The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All of me. Why not? Ta- I, I was singing that stupid song. And uh, now I, I find, I remember an old album. Yes, an album with uh, by Chucka Khan. She's doing these standards, and that's one of them that she does. Now, of course, the YouTube has an alternative take. It's not from the album. The first one that I find, but it's still all of me, Chucker Khan. I mean, that could be your earworm of the day from Jeff Fisher Radio Program. You're welcome. Last week was that stupid song. I don't want to say it because if it gets in my head again. <laughs> what was it again? I, I, I was, I, I my... Chris, my, my board operator slash, I mean, wannabe producer. Um, he was he's hollering at me that it was in his head all week. Seriously, I cannot even remember the song now. So it's a good thing because it was in my head all week long. Till about Wednesday. Till about Wednesday, then it went away. And, and then at uh, Wednesday, on Wednesday it was. Uh, it was, it was, from, it was Queen, from Scaramucci, because all I could think of was Scaramucci, Scaramucci, can you do the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. It was just the whole, the whole Queen thing. Now he mentioned in my ear the title of the stupid song, and I'm trying to let it go because of <laughs> you, bastard. Seriously. I God, I wish I had some power around here because he would be gone. <laughs> he would be gone. But I got no power, so it doesn't matter. So I'm looking at this website. No, another one. And it's got the rankings of all 50 states. And I think, hey, you know, those always fascinate me. And I see that it's not clickbait. It's actually I log on to the story, and it's got the list of the states, which perhaps the website should learn something and put each state as a as, hey, click on this, and you get 50 more clicks. But it's not clickbait. It's just a story. And they're ranking all the states. And these two guys talk about ranking the states based on everything. Uh, contributions to America, inventions, food, drink, famous people, unique physical beauty. And uh, that'd be fascinating. Let's take a look. I mean, I've lived in a few states in America. I don't know, I don't know how many I've lived in now. One. Florida, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Texas. I guess that's it. That's all I've lived in. Been to a bunch more. I haven't been to all of them yet, but I've been to a, pretty close to all of them. Well, those right. Those are the five that I've actually. I've actually had a, a roof over my head, whether it be a cardboard box or not. Right, Michigan, Florida. Jersey, which was a tremendous, in, in Weehawken, New Jersey, 
right there at the beginning of the Lincoln Tunnel looking across the river to Manhattan. It was actually kind of a cool apartment. And um, Pennsylvania, Texas. Yeah, that's right. Lived in five of them. So then, I'm like, all right, well, I'll check it out. Let's see what the ranking is. All right, we'll take a look. We'll see what it is. And we open it up. The 50, the worst state. Florida. I, I could not disagree more. Florida is not the worst state in the union. It is not. Even though I've lived there, it is not the worst state in the union. I apologize. And then it goes to Delaware. Now, Delaware, you know, they there are explanations for each state, which, you know, obviously I'm not going to give you an explanation for each state because I don't agree with them, but... Delaware, Dogfish Head is one of the most enduring jokes from Wayne's World, and that about covers it. Even people from Delaware don't really fight back. <laughs> when you make fun of Delaware, they really don't fight back. Now, I've been to Delaware a couple of times, and isn't that where Opelka lives? I think Opelka lives in Delaware. Sad. Anyway, the uh, I mean, I've been through the state of Delaware. and I mean, for, It's a blink of an eye. It's about as big as, I don't know, the city I live in now in Texas. Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex is about the size of Delaware. I mean, the airport, right? I mean, DFW International is as big as Manhattan. And Delaware can't be much bigger than that. So, seriously, Delaware is probably about as big as the Metroplex that, that I'm living in now. And it's, uh, you know, I, I, I remember the first time I drove through Delaware thinking, oh, this is Delaware. And then I was out of the state. So, I mean, there's that. Now, 48, this state. And I could be biased because I was raised to hate this state from uh, Michigan. This is the first state I lived in. Because I was born there, stupid. Ohio, 48. Now, that should be the last state. I, that should be number 50. There should be no question, Ohio. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I know, you know, there's a lot of people from Ohio that listen to the network and listen to this show, and I, I love you. Thank you very much. But it's still Ohio. 47, Arizona. The inevitable answer to any question that starts with, where do those nice retired people meet on that river cruise live? <laughs> Arizona, also the home, home to golf pros playing the web.com web tour. College students whose parents don't seem to find mind paying down the credit card balance on tribal tattoos. <laughs> Though the unmitigated beauty of its canyons and deserts is well known, the northern part of the state actually holds the largest number of ponderosa pine trees in the world. I didn't know that. The northern part of Arizona actually holds the largest number of ponderosa pine trees in the world. But that doesn't help the ranking because they're completely useless as Christmas trees. So they're still 47th. Okay, so we've... we've We've only disagreed on a couple there. Ohio should be last. Florida should not be 50, and it should be in, should not be in the back 10. I'm sorry, just shouldn't. Utah. I like Utah. We, I spent some time in Utah a few years ago. It's beautiful. I fell in love with the state. I really did. It was beautiful. You know what other state I fell in love with? Well, is, and I don't know where it is on the ranking. We'll get to it as Idaho. And whenever I think of Utah, I think of Idaho, too. Idaho is gorgeous. And, I, and Boise was a great town. I fell, I fell in love with Boise when we were there. But according to them, 
Utah is 46 because to this day, Utah is still amazed it managed to host the Olympics. Ah, pretty funny. 45, Mississippi. I, I drove, I've driven through Mississippi a couple times. It's pretty, I mean, still Mississippi though, I guess. Connecticut. Yeah. North Dakota. Yeah. North Dakota is the lesser of the Dakotas. <laughs> yes, it is. 42 is Missouri. Missouri is a nice state. It's okay. I mean, my son went to school there, the University of Missouri, Columbia. Got used to knowing about the state. Plus, I don't know if you've seen the new Netflix show, Ozark, uh, streaming now on Netflix. Uh, Really good. And that is, uh, I guess this is why Missouri is ranked 42nd, because the show Ozark on Netflix is all about the, uh, you know, being in Missouri, up in the Ozarks, and uh, the great, you know, the great Lake of the Ozarks. That's filmed in Georgia. So, they got that going for them. But the show itself, if you haven't seen it, well worth the watch. It's a big guy show, though. So, if you are against watching big guy shows, you know, you shouldn't watch it. Nevada, 41. If a guy tells you he's from Vegas, he's either a mediocre street magician or a budding baseball phenom. If a guy tells you he goes to Vegas all the time, you probably think twice before trusting him. And if a guy tells you he goes to Reno all the time, you're either about to be murdered or giving a hard sell on discounted irrigation equipment. <laughs> Great buffet values, though. That's Nevada. Nebraska is 40th. Nebraska, I mean... My dad grew up in Nebraska, far western end. That's all I ever heard about was the far western end of Nebraska. Broken bow. Yeah, they had nothing. That's one pair of shoes a year. You know, far western end. You look north, you can't see anything. You could drive for days. They were running down another person. Far western end. There's nobody out there. And so I remember when my son was being recruited to play college football in Nebraska was one of the teams, so he went out there for one of their camps. And, um, and, that's, and my dad went to the University of Nebraska. And so... Uh, my son Elvis calls me, and he, he flew in, and then they drive to Lincoln. And he's driving to Lincoln, and he calls me, and he goes, Dad, Grandpa was right. There's nothing out here, man. That <laughs> pretty much sealed the fate of the University of Nebraska for Elvis. Uh, South Carolina, 39th. I mean, so, uh, any place where you lay down in a hotel and a roach crawls across you, I mean, they're lucky to make it to the top. I mean, they should be in the 40s, maybe. Rhode Island, Idaho, there's Idaho, 37th. I mean, Boise was beautiful. I really fell in love with Idaho. Idaho's gorgeous. And it should be maybe a little higher than 37th, although still Idaho. West Virginia, yeah. yeah. Kansas, oh, yeah, I don't care about Kansas. Georgia, 34th. I love Georgia. I mean, I've been to Georgia a bunch of times. Spent time there, vacation there. I mean, you go to northern Georgia, you're in the foothills of the Smokies. Gorgeous. But, I mean, don't live in Georgia. Not after years of Florida. You live, hello? I just My message came through. Hello? I should probably put that on silent. I was just listening to uh, all of me with Chaka Khan, so. And the volume turned up. South Dakota, 33rd. I mean, it's better than North Dakota, but still, it's one of the Dakotas, right? Um, Oklahoma, 32nd. You know, 
when my son started going to the University of Missouri, obviously Oklahoma was the, you know, one of the state teams that you hated. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. So you just didn't like Oklahoma. Although when I first went to Oklahoma and actually spent some time in it, it's it's pretty. It's a nice state. But if you're from Texas, holy crap, do you hate Oklahoma? Oklahoma is like Ohio is to Michigan people. I mean, I got a buddy that lives I got a friend of mine that lives here in the Metroplex who was born in uh was born out there in western Texas, out there in Big Spring. And uh he tells me he doesn't even like living this close to Oklahoma here because you can smell it. <laughs> then you got Virginia, 31. Massachusetts, 30. These are all, yeah, middle ground states, right? Alabama. Alabama's a pretty state, too. I've been there a few times. Spent a little time driving through there. It's gorgeous, although still Alabama. Indiana. Eh, I mean, all that you're known for is Indiana wants me every time you hear it. Who wants to hear that stupid song? Illinois. Well, we just talked about Illinois. I mean, how horrible is that, broke? I mean, Illinois should probably be, if they're not 50th in place of Florida, they should be maybe 49th because Ohio should be either 50th or 49th. So Wyoming, 26. I've never been to Wyoming. I always wanted to go to Wyoming. I, I need to spend some time there. Iowa, eh. New Hampshire, eh. You know, the, the slate state. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, New Hampshire is pretty, but you drive through New Hampshire and get to Vermont, right? You don't spend any time in New Hampshire. New Mexico. Eh. North Carolina. Spend some time in North Carolina. North Carolina is pretty. Really, you know, you get up into the Smoky Mountains. It's gorgeous. Asheville, Boone, up in there in the, up in the high the high towns of the mountains. Beautiful. I mean, I could live up there. I remember, and they've got some really, there's a couple of really old radio stations up there in the mountains that are still the old ones where it's just the same build. You know, the radio stations used to be in the same building that the transmitter and the tower was on. So you pull in. I wish I knew what radio station it was. I pulled in to uh, talk to him about a job once, a uh, hundred years ago, when we were on a trip. And you drive down this dirt road and you come up on the station and it's this big brick building and the tower's there. And you walk inside and behind the square glass wall the you know the glass bricks is the transmitter it's so cool I, I would have loved to have worked there they weren't hot on hiring me for some reason i mean their loss right new jersey i mean new jersey's 21 come on i mean new jersey i've lived in new jersey it ain't that good okay i mean it's it's new jersey I know there's some, you know, there's some nice places, but I lived in New Jersey because I had to. All right, but really, the only and the only reason I lived so close to New Jersey in Pennsylvania, uh, north of Philadelphia, is so that I because I had to travel into New Jersey into Trenton every day to hop the train to go into New York. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be ranked that high. Maryland, Maryland is twentieth. One of the first times that I was when I was moving to New York, we I moved from Florida to New York to be part of uh, this stupid network, and uh, I mean this fine institution of, of the Blaze and the Glenn Beck program, and uh, I uh, I left my family in Florida, not on purpose that time, 
And uh, I was go. We had an apartment rented, and I was going up to get into the apartment in Pennsylvania, and then you know, in New York and stuff. But the, my wife and kids were coming up in a little while. She still had to move her folks into our house that we had in Florida. And uh, what was that, Jeff? Oh, nothing. And uh, I remember in the middle. I mean, I'm driving through Maryland. It's raining and storming. I get pulled over by a state trooper. You know why I get pulled over by a state trooper? Because I got Florida tags on, and I got my car is full of stuff. Oh, I just pulled you over. Uh, what are you doing? Um, going from Florida to Pennsylvania, if it's any of your damn business, State Trooper of Maryland, what do you want? It's raining out. He was pissed, too, because at that time, my Chevy Impala, the driver's side window wouldn't roll down. So I had to roll down the back window, <laughs> back window to talk to him. And it's storming, so he thinks I won't roll it down because it's raining out. He's coming into my car, and I was like, I opened the door a little bit. I said, the window ain't going to roll down. <laughs> I'm only opening the door a little bit. Okay? Got the back window down. If you want to see my stuff, I'll open the side door. I, I mean, I told him about it. I didn't just open the side door because that's the way you get shot in Maryland. He opened the side door. I had to bring him down. And uh, so he was pissed right off the bat at that. And then I, had it, and then I wouldn't open the door anymore because it was really raining. So I, had to, I stuck my license and stuff through the back window. <laughs> he didn't give me a ticket, though. He just brought it back. Drive safely. What would you pull me over for, Dick? Arkansas, number nineteen. I kind of liked Arkansas. I spent a little time there. I used to know. We used to know uh, a guy that was a professor at the University of Arkansas, so we spent a little time there. You don't realize there's like uh, he was a big uh, archaeologist, so there was a lot of caves and stuff in Arkansas, Arizona, or I mean uh, Arkansas, and uh, he had all kinds of you know the Indian heads and the you know, dinosaur, fossil, fossil finds. And uh, it, it was, Arkansas was pretty. It was pretty. We used to have, when I was a little kid, my mom had a friend uh, in Michigan who had a, a vacation home in Arkansas. I never could figure that out. A little kid was like, you live in the great late state. Everybody I know has cottages on some lake up north. And you have a place in Arkansas. Well, was, I never did understand what, what that was about. Vermont, oh, number 18 is Montana. I've never been to Montana. I would like to see Montana as well. I know that they have the mean streets there that Pat Gray is from. And, uh, you know, you're lucky to get out of there alive by the skin of your teeth. Vermont, spent a little time in Vermont. Vermont's beautiful. Bennington, I mean, I spent a bunch of time in Bennington, Vermont. Love that. Hemings Motor News, the home of Hemings Motor News. Alaska, Oregon, Tennessee, New York 13th, Pennsylvania 12th. Number 11, the great state of Texas. Texas should be in the top. I mean, not according to my wife, but it should be in the top 10. The great state of Texas. Colorado, California, number nine. Washington, number eight. I spent, you know what? I mean, California is beautiful. All the times I've spent in California, gorgeous. I don't want to live there, but it was gorgeous to be there. Washington, Minnesota, Hawaii, Louisiana. I've spent some time in Louisiana. I've even dealt with some Louisiana, New Orleans police officers. Eh, It should be ranked lower. Wisconsin, Kentucky. Kentucky's beautiful. Maine. I mean, a visit there is nice. And the number one state, according to this ranking. What state didn't we mention? Yes, the great state of Michigan. So, I've lived in the... Number one state and the worst state, according to this particular poll. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. 
This is The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram, at JeffyMRA. Coming up immediately following this broadcast is Lawrence Jones. I see Lawrence over there in the uh, green room slash TV production room uh, preparing his broadcast to uh, bring you the entertainment that only Lawrence Jones can bring you here on the Blaze Radio Network. His show is from noon to 3 Eastern. And then Mike Slater, Joe Pags. I mean, really, that's your Saturday lineup. You need not go anywhere else. Sunday, we've got Jackie Daly, David Barton, Hand Bill Handel, Yaron Brooks. I mean, and then Monday through Friday, you've got uh, who? What's his name in the morning? Uh, Doc Thompson. And then uh, Glenn Beck. And then uh, what's his face from, uh, oh, yeah, Delaware, Opelka. And then uh, Salcedo. Talking about the uh, poopy bills or something. I don't know what the heck he's talking about. And then uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, I mean, and then Buck Sexton. <laughs> I, I mean, you are welcome. You are welcome. From the Blaze Radio Network to you, you're welcome. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. Sorry, I'm just sitting here going through my social media accounts. And I had an opportunity to to talk to Jeff Rosenblum uh, from, uh, that's at J.R. Questus on Twitter. Uh, You know, the author, co-author of Friction, one of the books that uh, our uh, our ruler has mandated we read. The Law from on High has come down in uh, one of the books. And it's actually a really good book if you have an opportunity to... uh, to read it, if you see it laying around somewhere, or you're you go to Barnes and Noble. Here's what, here's what you do: you go to Barnes and Noble and you read it. All right, you don't even have to buy it. Don't tell Jeff I said that. But you don't even have to buy it. Just go to just go to Barnes and Noble. Sit there and read it. Bring your bring your little bring your little Yeti cup of cold soda and just sit there in the back in your little plush chair and read Friction. You'll get through it. You come back a couple times, you're through it. You're good. You haven't even spent a dime. I have to drive to a Barnes and Noble, Jeff. There's only one that's open within a hundred and fifty mile radius now. Okay, well then buy it and have it shipped to your home. Uh, I mean, if you just go to Amazon and uh, they'll deliver it the next day. Amazon Prime, give it to you next day, no problem. All right. So as you well know, I uh, I uh, I am fashion. I mean, there's just no uh, 
If you've ever seen me, you know that nothing could be, nothing could be. Some would say further from the truth. I would say nothing could be closer to the truth. I am fashion. All right. I know they've got this whole Coco Chanel thing that, you know, she thinks she said it. Uh, No. Uh, She may have said it, but I am fashion. So, a couple things. I am still, I seriously am still working on Moo Moo's by Jeffy. Uh, my daughter is uh, working on some special Moo Moo's by Jeffy special designer editions. Uh, Maya has been, uh, you know, busy drawing and uh, bringing me different creations. And I've been, you know, she gets mad when I say no. I drew this. Don't you like it? No, no. Do give me something else. That's very, you know, you got to be able to say no to your kids. And uh, so I'm working on that. And, and this is just this is, this is just an example of why I am fashion. So I see this story about people going to Panama for fashion. And I'm like, that cannot be. That cannot be. So these people are going to this uh, Panama vacations destination, this Embarara village for their special little trinkets and wares. And no, it may be a good little vacation destination, but it is not fashion, right? Let's just go. You're not going to the Panama Embarra village for fashion. I'm sorry. You just aren't. However, one of the good things that's happening this year, August, the 16th season of project runway now, I'm forced to watch this. I don't like it. I don't like it. But since I am fashion, I mean, I should be aware of what's happening in the fashion community. And Project One Way is one of those, one of the ways that I keep up with what's happening in the fashion community. This is the 16th season of Project Runway. Uh, some, of the, some of the seasons have been great. There have been some great people on there. Now, by great, I mean uh, funny uh, bad, horrible people. Uh, but there's some great. The, I love the. I love the judges. Uh, Heidi Klum. I mean, she's. I mean, what a racket. <laughs> I mean to tell you, you want to talk about somebody that has found a money making machine? Is Heidi Klum? I mean, not only is she a money making machine, and I mean that in a good way, not in a. The other way. And, but it's a show. Holy cow. That show, they sponsor everything down to toenail colors and blush. And they, I mean, you're not wearing anything that isn't sponsored. And it is uh, amazing. I mean, they take those designers on. Today, we're going to be taking Bill's helicopter rides to Joe's farm. Uh, I mean, the world is sponsored. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. So, and my man Tim will be on there. I mean, I love him. I love the whole thing. So, I mean, when you are fashion like me, uh, you have to know. However, one of the good things about this particular, and I say good things because I know a lot of people are going to, you have to say that. You have to say it's a good thing. I, on the other hand, don't necessarily think it's a good thing. 
because this particular season they're going to focus on size-inclusive models. So what does that mean? Size-inclusive models. Yes, they're going to be making fat guy clothes or fat girl clothes. So if you make fat girl clothes and fat guy clothes, what do you need to walk down the runway? Fat guys. I mean, okay. I get the PC world. And Heidi, I love you. And I know that I know you're trying to make everybody happy and the world and you want the show to be a little different. It's been 16 years. You're starting to feel like it's in a rut. You want a little better. You brought What's-Her-Face on to do the All-Stars, and that really, I mean, I guess that's okay, and they watch it because you're not on. Uh, Alyssa Milano does the All-Stars, and, and I, I, when, they, when they first started the All-Stars, I thought, hey, that's a good idea, and then Alyssa was on there, and she's pregnant through the whole thing. Come on! Do I want to see Alyssa Milano pregnant? No! No! I got it. She's a mom. She's pumped out a couple of kids. Great. I still, I don't want to see her pregnant. So that ruined, that ruined the all-stars for me. So she, I get, you know, there's still all-stars going on now and you know, Alyssa's still there. She's not pregnant. Okay. So I'll go back and take a look once in a while. But Heidi, do we really need to have size inclusive season? Why are you fat shaming? You bastard. I know. I know. I know. I got it. I understand. Believe me. But I just can't. It's going to be a. It's going to be a tough year. It's going to be a tough year to get through. To get through. If I have to. I mean, it's bad enough. I got to deal with. I got to deal with. With my man, Tim Gunn. I love him so much. He's fantastic. But there are a number of people who are participants in Project Runway who think they should be like Tim Gunn. There's no one like Tim Gunn. That's why he's Tim Gunn. And it's just, I'm going to have to sit through that. And now I've got to sit through size-inclusive runways. Stop it. Okay. Look, I was one of the first ones that wanted to have, you know what? You know what's not out there in the world? You know what's not out there in the world? Okay. There's all kinds of magazines, Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler, Girl Next Door, Club, whatever the magazines are. I've never seen them before in my life. You know, the magazines that are hidden behind the counter. Is there a fat guy magazine? No. There's fat women. There's thin women. There's no fat guy magazines. I was the one who said that would be a million dollar idea. Okay. The fat guy mags. Genius, I thought. I was just, I was once again, I was so far ahead of my time, I was behind. This is something I've struggled with my entire life. Right? So, I'm just saying. I got nothing against... I get fat shamed every day of my life. So I'm, I got nothing against size inclusivity. 
But why do I have to watch it come down the runway? Why, Heidi, please don't. And then we're going to have to hear the judges and everything's going to have to pretend like it's not size inclusive, like it looks great. And you look great wearing that, although if I saw you on the street, I wouldn't think that at all. Stop it. Don't make me say that. And you're going to have to say, oh, and Tim's going to have to say, oh, you look so beautiful. Why don't we do this? No. No. And even last year, you know what it was? You know what it was? Last season, the last two seasons, that's why they were doing it. The last two seasons, the models that they were bringing in, the models who were, you know, needed to have a sandwich every now and then and stop doing all the other stuff that they do weren't that good looking. That's what they were doing. They were already laying the groundwork for size inclusive. You bastards. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Is the Jeff Fisher Show. That it is. Lawrence Jones standing by to take over, take the helm, grab the steering wheel, and drive this thing right in. I mean, take this thing out of the ditch. That's what he does every Saturday. Grabs, takes the helm, and takes this network right out of the ditch that I've driven us into. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of people struggle with depression and uh, need uh, help. Uh, and, and you may be one of those people. Now, I don't know if you realize that in today's world, there's something that you can do that will make you feel so much better. And you can do it with the help of the Association of Nature and Forest Therapy. Now, it certifies guides, and it gets you out and lets you relax and do... Forest bathing. Just relax. Close your eyes and bathe in the forest. You know, if you close your eyes real tight in the forest and then open them up, everything will look greener. Now, there's plenty of healthcare providers that are trying to be encouraged to incorporate forest therapy as a stress reduction strategy. Stress takes a terrible toll. We can we can only we can only assume that it that it accounts for billions of dollars of health care costs and how much better people would be if they would forest bathe. There are times when I close my eyes well, not me, but the guide. And the green looked a lot greener. Began to see things I hadn't noticed before. The flutter of the birds. The ripple of the water. 
swaying of the trees. It helps you be here and not there. Breathe and be prepared for forest bathing. Now in the middle of your bathing process, if you feel the need to reach out and hug that tree, feel the energy from that tree, do it. But mostly, breathe deep, close your eyes as tight as you can, and then open them up and soak in the beauty that is forest bathing. And you can do that, uh, you know, with the help of the Association of Nature and Forest Therapy. So good luck, God bless, and uh, be well. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Lawrence Jones standing by, uh, ready to take this thing, uh, drive this thing out of the ditch. Then uh, who's next? Mike Slater, then Joe Pags, And uh, thanks to Mike Opelka for uh, being the opening act on uh, Saturday for this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Always remember, uh, one of the things that you need to do, you know, you're so stressed and you've been bathing in the forest. And now you feel relaxed. You feel better. And you notice things more. And you notice... Gosh darn it, this, those birds are flapping in the, the limbs of the trees. And I'm hearing the bugs and the ruffle of the leaves on the, on the forest floor. And I say to myself, you know, it's important to remember money can't buy common sense, character, manners, integrity. It can't buy respect, morals, patience, trust, class. And mostly, money can't buy love. Breathe deep in the forest. Bathe the beauty of the forest. Have a good week. We'll see you next week on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.